I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? All right, 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 all right. Hope I got everybody's attention there. That's right. This is Up On Game. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. B. You want to check us out on Twitter? You know you do. You go at, and then you put in Plexico Burris. That's what two S's, y'all, and two R's, just so y'all know. It's in Plexico PB if you're nasty. Uh, then there's Hoosh84. That's at Hoosh84, H-O-U-S-H, if you didn't know how to spell Hoosh and 84. Well, that's the number of greatness. So, you know, that's TJ's. That's his handle. Make sure you check him out at Fox Sports Radio, and I'm at LaVar Arrington. You want to listen to us on the iHeartRadio app? Well, you can search FSR or Fox Sports Radio. You can also search Up On Game, wherever it is you get your podcast from. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We got a whole lot of topics to get to today. Uh, we'll talk about best destinations for the topic we'll open the show with for one receiver that, well, isn't where he was a season ago. And we'll talk about another receiver from uh, – 
the NFL plays for the Lions, uh, wasn't aware of a gambling policy. Uh, this would be a pretty interesting conversation because, well, we have two receivers, obviously, that are on this show, and I'm curious as to what they think about the whole gambling situation. All right, let's get started. Cardinals, they released DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to take a $22 million cap hit this year. Um, before we jump into that, I just want to make sure I, I ask my guys, you know, how, how y'all doing this Saturday, man? TJ, Plex, how, how y'all feeling today, man? Y'all good? Y'all good to go? Oh, yeah, we good, man. You know out here, LeVar, I don't know what's been going on with this weather, man. We yeah, got overcast. Yeah, like the East Coast, man. Yeah, I didn't move out cold. here for this. I'll tell you that. It's not cold, but it's just it, it's just dreary looking. Yeah, right? oh, it's man, very yeah. dreary. It is y'all's, what it uh, is. Y'all's uh, skies ain't been too clear as of no, no, they have, nah, they have not. They have not. It's it's kind of crazy. Y'all been getting some real weather, so to speak. <laughs> I don't want to call that real weather. I, real I don't pay. Weather. I don't pay the taxes that I pay out here. They say you pay the sunshine tax hey, out man, here. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? They need to give me a discount. To. I need a discount on a sunshine yeah. tax. Mother Nature ain't paying you no attention. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> she gonna do what she wanna do. She gonna do what she wanna do. Mm-hmm. All right, I got I got a letter for her. You know what I mean? Text message. I hit her on her IG. Whatever. See what she Please got going send on. Please her address when the wintertime comes. <laughs> see what we can figure out. <laughs> All right. So speaking of uh, weather changing. DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a change of scenery uh, getting released by the Cardinals. $22 million cap hit, as I mentioned. Were you guys surprised? I was thinking trade for sure. It's a big win for DeAndre Hopkins because he gets his money from from the Arizona Cardinals and he's going to find a new home. So what was your guys' first reaction to the news of uh, D-Hop getting, getting released? For me, I, I wasn't surprised. Uh, you knew there was rumblings. He didn't want to be there. He 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 says the best quarterbacks that he would like to play for. He doesn't name his own quarterback. And you, you got to realize what and, and it, it's crazy how the league works. When when you're a player and you get to thirty, mm-hmm. when they start talking about the things you're saying and doing more than the way you're playing, that's not a good sign. And he'll be fine. He's still one of the best receivers in the league. But it's telling that nobody was willing to give up a late-round draft pick because they didn't want to pay him $20 million a year, just under $20 million. And if that's what he's looking for and no team was willing to give up that in a trade, it's, it's not looking good. But I, I was not surprised. Um, the Cardinals look like now – we rebuilding or are they tanking for Caleb Williams or Drake May or whomever wow. it may be because Kyler Murray, he won't play till late in the season. That's but, yeah, it's mean. going to be very interesting to see where Hopkins can land <clears throat> the Bills. If he goes to Buffalo, he'd be the two behind Stephon Diggs. If he goes to Kansas City, he'd be the two behind Travis Kelsey, but he'd be the number one receiver. And so, mm-hmm. to me, those two are the most logical and realistic spots. But for him, he, he needs to get – with a quarterback that can get him the ball because if he's not in those situations and he begins to complain again, it may be beginning the end of his career. Mm. I mean, just like you said, TJ, it wasn't a surprise to me at all because everything that he's been saying over the past, you know, few weeks and the uh, last month, basically saying that, you know, he didn't want to be on the Arizona roster anymore. But, uh, you know what, there are a lot of players in this league that are making, you know, $20 million a year. Is he a $20 million a year player moving forward at 30? 
Uh, Some say yes, some say no. But I'm just looking at some of the destinations that that could really help boost an offense in 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 an offensive team. Right off the right off the bat, I'm thinking the New York Jets. I mean, teaming him up with uh, with Aaron Rodgers, being that you know, DeAndre is not as explosive as he used to be. So I think accuracy and some of those things is going to play a pivotal part in some of his success. And you know, also uh, you know, Baltimore teaming him up with OBJ down down with Lamar Jackson. Uh, the New York Giants need a wide receiver. Trust me, we do. For just somebody that can go up and compete with the football, I think he's still a, a great player. But, you know, moving forward at 30, I just think that, you know, he, he's going to be one of those players where he's going to go out and have success. Uh, he's going to be consistent. He's a natural ball catcher. He can get open. So it's just all about, you know, putting them, on, putting them in the right piece to the puzzle to make that offense go. And I think him saying all of the things that he has been saying, him not wanting to be a part of the Arizona Cardinals, I think it's just, you know, slapping the face to to Kyler Murray and what he thinks about him and not thinking that he's a franchise quarterback that can help them contend to win the division or get for a championship. TJ, you're already talking about the Cardinals tanking to get Caleb Williams. I mean, this man is a, has $230 million contract and now everybody's talking about he's not the guy one year removed, two years removed from getting that contract. He won't play later on in the season, but I just don't see how the Arizona Cardinals are going to be any better offensively without DeAndre Hopkins. It, it seems like it, it's a it's definitely a prepare for the next season move, prepare for um, the opportunity to get Caleb Williams or, or – um, Another Drake top four. What's the other co- uh, quarterback? Drake May from North Carolina. There you Carolina. go, Drake. Yeah, Drake May. Um, uh, it's what it seems like to me. They're 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 gearing up to move on from Kyler Murray. They're they're gearing up to build for the future. Um, from all things I've heard, the the team likes uh, Gannon. They they like his presence. They like his energy. Uh, it seems as though he's holding people personally accountable for what what they they're saying and what they do, what the actions are. It sounds like Arizona has needed to have a culture shock, a culture development of sorts, and and I believe that this is the start of of that process. Uh, one 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 destination that I'm not really hearing about. Um, I've heard Baltimore. Uh, I've heard Miami as as a, as a possibility, which I think that that's a uh, an interesting an interesting landing place yeah, for, ain't for working. Well, that's too what many, I've read. Too many, I mean, too many guys that would want and need the ball that that would not end well. Hmm. Well. Uh, you know, one one place, and you guys, you guys tell me. I've, I've, I did say I heard Baltimore. Um, what about Cleveland? I mean, to me, wouldn't that be a a good move to now? And unless the relationship prior to or previous to now was a maybe a contentious one between DeAndre and Deshaun, but I mean. Don't I mean, they need don't they need a legitimate weapon in Cleveland yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, they do, but if you look at DeAndre I Hopkins, mean, they, man, we, we, at at 30, you're they really have Amari Cooper. No, 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 I'm saying they have Amari Cooper. Go ahead, Plex. I'm sorry. Yeah, they have Amari Cooper, but when hey, when you're 30 years old, you're looking you pond, you're trying to put yourself in a situation to where you want to be able to contend for a world championship. And I don't think Cleveland is anywhere close to that right now hmm. because, you know, 
you probably have, what, two or three more years of prime football that, that you're going to be able to go out and, and, and compete and be a good player. So Cleveland, no. More so if, if you want to stay in the good weather, the L.A. Chargers is a good move. I, it may, maybe even the, the Las Vegas Raiders. But at 30, you want to go somewhere where a quarterback can get you the football. I'm not saying that Deshaun Watson can't. What I'm saying is that they are not in the position right now for the next two or three years to be able to compete for a world championship. Hmm. Hmm. No. Yeah, it, it's not only that. It, it, the AFC is so many good teams. Now, we would assume Deshaun Watson will be a, quarter, a better quarterback, which will make the Cleveland Browns a better team. But we got to understand DeAndre Hopkins has been the go-to guy on every team he's been on every season of his career. These teams we are naming, uh, specifically Buffalo and maybe even Cleveland, would he be that? Would he be, number one, people think, oh, just coming in and learning an offense, oh, it's so easy, you got it. it it's it's not as easy as people yeah. think. You, you'll learn the offense, but little nuances, little audibles. I'll, I'll never forget, man, <clears throat> playing with the Ravens and – I had learned offense. It was like, oh, this is not bad. And then we went into some two-minute mode. Oh, my greatness. And they had, and, it, and they were just one-word plays. And I'm like, what is this? It was yep. the formation, the play, the Everything. snap count. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what none of this is. And so San, Fr- San Francisco. It was straight up. <laughs> and it was an entire play. And I'm like, is this on the secret playbook? Yeah. Like, there was things that I didn't get to fully understand until middle of the season. And so it kind of restricts you. It, the sooner he can get to a team, yeah. the better. But and he has to be careful. And also from an ego standpoint, is he willing to go to a team to take the backseat and not be a one and go somewhere maybe to be a two, but to also be in an offense that he will help bolster and compete for a world championship. I mean, is he willing to take the back seat to a number one? D-Hop seemed like he a solid dude, man. I met him right. I met him one time. I mean, he, he seems like he's solid. I've met him actually a few times, chopped it up with him, and he is. He seemed but like a humble know, dude, man. You know when you start doing this type of talking about which quarterbacks you want to play with and who's the best and your quarterback is not on that list, these coaches, these front office people, they don't want – divisive guys on the team that are past 30. Hey, man, Aaron Rodgers do it. He's the quarterback. There's <laughs> <laughs> hey, a difference, you're, huh? It, 100% is a difference, <laughs> and we all know it's a difference. Hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see where D-Hop ends up. He's still, like we said, he's still an elite receiver. He was coming off of that injury this past season. Mm-hmm. Um should be good to go. Keep in mind, I, I do believe he does have a suspension that he has to serve. Is well, or was that this year? Maybe that was this that year. was last season. Yeah, that first was last six, first season. Six game. Okay. We didn't even yeah. bring that up, Lavar. Yeah, last year six game suspension for PEDs. The year prior, um, he missed quite a few games because of an injury. So the last two years, he hadn't even been available for the full season. Yeah, yeah, that is that is worth mentioning. Uh, I wish him well. I wish him luck. I'm a fan of D Hop. Um, yeah, no doubt. And 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 we'll we'll you know we'll take a quick break right here. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk about another receiver 
He, he got caught up into a little bit of a gambling situation, says he didn't understand the policy well. I'm curious to hear what TJ and Plex has to say about that. You're, you're listening to Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. Um, yeah, let's take a quick break. And on the other side of the break, yeah, we'll, we'll keep the conversations going on. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, the think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter, right? If you have then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ice, ice, ice cold. All right, 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 all right. Welcome back into Up On Game. Yep, we're live from the Tyrac.com studio. You know who I am. You know who they are. We know who we are. You got PB, Plexico Burst. You got TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar, you know. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. <clears throat> Progressive? Yeah, they make bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Fellas, 
Your boy, Jameson Williams, a Lions receiver. He was just at uh, OTA practice Thursday. Uh, the, the receiver spoke publicly to you know to the to the media for the first time after being handed a six game suspension. The suspension due in part to gambling on a non NFL game while at a team facility. Now, I would like to pose the question. If you are a part of an NFL team and you have you have bet on something that is non-NFL related, like say, Plex, you see a game between Michigan, Michigan State, or you know Penn State, and when we whoop y'all in in uh you know the the, the neutral site, y'all ain't wanted in East Lansing. No I'm glad I hate planning at East Lansing, so no I wouldn't want my teammates to play there against your, your team. So I'm I'm excited for that. If you were in a locker room and you saw this game and you placed a bet, TJ, you're in you're you're wherever you're at in the world, you're in Cincinnati and you see that your Beavers are are going to take on the Ducks and you just feel really confident that your Beavers are going to mow them down like the piece of wood that they would be to a Beaver and make a dam for the Beaver Dam, you know, and I, I just I'm curious as to even though I would assume that each each organization has plenty of conversations about policy and rules and play, is it right that you can't place a bet on your alma mater and your your alma mater's team or even college deal as long as it's non NFL related? Is is it right to govern guys gambling on on athletics on sports? I don't just my my opinion on it obviously is as long as it's not the NFL what's the problem? What's the problem? What why why is there a problem? And why is it that you just get suspended for X amount of games and the union can do or say anything about this? What what why is that a prop? You didn't bet on NFL games, you bet on and I, they didn't say what it was, but we yeah, would assume say- it was Let's just assume it was Ohio State games. Let's just say that's what it was. Um, because of what is going on now with gambling being legal in so many different states and you can now just hop on your phone and place a bet, as long as it isn't NFL games because we are NF or they are NFL players, I don't understand a problem. But what I will say is this, every Wednesday – Every coach of every team, I'm almost certain early in the season, once this gambling thing became an issue, drove that home to his team in that meeting. Mm-hmm. At, at least the teams I've Multiple been on. Multiple times. What Marvin Lewis would get up there on Wednesday and just go through stuff constantly. And so I'm sure. If I wanted that to was, have a gambler, guys, I'd have LeVar Arrington here. LeVar <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to never let that go. Get out of oh. here, Mark. Go ahead, go ahead. But it, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, it sucks for Jamison Williams. Um, it was a lesson learned, but I, I just don't understand why you get suspended six games if it had nothing to do with the National Football League. Um, again, all these guys, I'm sure, were told this is what you can and cannot do. But is it just making a bet on a device from the stadium? Because plenty of guys make bets on 
NFL grounds with each other. And so could it just not be an electronic um, receipt, so to speak? Because we all make bets in a locker room constant. If they did that, then you ain't got no games to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, it just really—it's kind of confusing when you know Jameis, Jameis, and Williams say he d- didn't know or understand the betting policies as far as the NFL is concerned. Just like we said a few, I believe, it was a month or so ago, that every team has the NFL PA or spokes, spokesperson come in before the season and tell you the new rules and regulations for that Ain't season. Nobody that listening. You're a uh, punter that. <laughs> Half, 99% of the players are not listening at all. So the information ha- has been brought forward and, 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 and spoken to you, but maybe you weren't listening or maybe you didn't understand. But what I don't like about this whole situation is that you can place a bet on a non-football you know, uh, game or whatever the case may be. But if you do it in your car on the way home, it's perfectly fine, but you just can't do it on a training facility or, or in the locker room or whatever the case may be. You just can't do it on the NFL grounds, and you can't even do it riding on a bus going to the, to the airport, which is, which is beyond me. But there just needs to be more clarity about what, what they can and cannot do. That you can't bet on a game in a hotel, stand the night before the game, but it's perfectly fine if you're in your car. Go out to your car and make the bet in the parking lot, and it's the same, you know, ramifications of getting suspended and and not knowing what is going to happen to you. So I would just say, man, listen, if you're going to gamble on games. If you play for the Las Vegas Raiders, just go across the street and place the bet because you can't make it within the facility, which makes zero sense. And just if you're going to gamble on your phone or place bets, just do it at home or, or from a non-NFL, you know, sanction. Can I give a can I give a option here? Like because I, I, I discussed this the other day. You know, Chris Carter talked at length about having a fall guy for trouble when you when you, you get the drama coming your way, which is at this point, I almost feel like drama for a player is played out, even though, you know, we still see it taking place. Um, why can't you have a guy place your bets? Like, is it that important to you that you directly do the bet? Like, is it that like is is it because to me, if it's that important, then there's a bigger issue. If you ask me, if you're if you're casually gambling, you know, I'll be like, you know what? E, you know, tell my little brother or or tell my my older brother, my, hey, poo, you know, go, go, go put this put this amount on this game for me. Like, why would that to me? And, and listen, the the. It was in a, a recent piece, uh, ESPN piece, that the NFL um, vice president and general manager of sports betting, David Highhill, explained the process. And here's, here's a little of what he had to say. He said, the education and the training the players receive is different than what NFL club staff receive, which is different than what officials get. Highhill wrote, we are very explicit in the training to explain that if you are involved with the NFL, you can never bet on the NFL. There should be no misunderstanding on the policies he added. Now, that sounds confusing to me 
because if I if I gambled, if I placed a bet on something that was non NFL related, then why am I being why am I being uh, disciplined for it? So where where he comes out and makes a statement like that, maybe it's it's an incomplete statement and 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 in the article, but. My whole thing is you're you're making great money playing a kid's game. There's no reason for you to jeopardize yourself. You know how big gambling is uh, as as a conversation and and how it's being governed and monitored. I don't care how little the bet is. I don't care if you bet $5, $20, Why not just say, "Okay, screenshot your bet and say, "Here's what I want you to do." Like, place that bet for me. And thank you very much. Appreciate you. Love you. Talk to you after practice. Hey, Whatever. Man, like, just don't do it. Like, honestly, if the amount of money guys make, um, unless you a big time gambler, there's no amount that you're gonna win where you're gonna be like, man, I won. It was worth that six games. Yeah. So like, bet dudes on a team or don't do it. And guys just do it for fun, really, to be honest with you. But Vegas is Vegas for a reason. You're going to lose more than you win. Just keep your paper. We all know, man, certain guys get away with things. They just, as soon as Jamison Williams got spent, it's probably five, six, seven, eight guys like, oof, they ain't get me yet. All right, I'm going <laughs> to stop doing what? this. It won't be the last one. No, it, it will not. As we sitting here, continue to have these conversations on multiple occasions. It will not be. Calvin Ready gets suspended a whole year, and here we go again. It's like you would think guys were learning. Yes, he was betting on NFL games, and it's different. But still, it's you're making bets, and what are you sitting in the locker room looking at lines like? Oh yeah, let me bet on this game. You couldn't do that prior. You can't do it when you get home after uh, practice or whatever it is. And he, when did he make these bets? Because he wasn't even playing. Like, is he even in these meetings because he's doing his rehab last year when this was taking place? So there's just so many different things that um, have a gray area that we just don't know about. I just, I just think in the end, it's not like you said. It's just not. It's just not worth it um, to to be a part of something that pulls you into a scenario and a situation where it can cost you. Um, your ability to be able to generate money. Like I just, I think it's just very, in my estimation, it's, it shows a level of immaturity. Um, It shows a level of not, not owning up to awareness, man. Yeah, man. Not you, you definitely got to be owning up to what, what your, your job is and what you're doing and what your opportunity is and be aware of the fact that even if I don't know all of the specifics of of what it is that may be governing some of these rules, I'm gonna stay away from that. You know, I'm gonna stay away from that. Like anything, like I sat in those meetings and it was the most boringest stuff that you'd ever deal with sitting in those meetings where they tell you all these rules, whether it be the new rules of of how they they make it easier on receivers and offensive players for the for the game for the upcoming season, more wow. or really. Or or if it's the pot. Wow, really? We took it. We took it there. Out of every position on the football, so yeah, to say wide receiver. Huh? What what about the Aaron Rodgers rules, man? That's how they do it. Hey, or the 
Backs of wide receivers. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> we, or we sitting there listening to them talk about all these goddamn rules and, and all. You know, even – and and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I doubt in and I focused in on the benefits benefits conversations and stuff like that really, really deeply. Um, but even then, it, it just is like – it's a mix-up. Like, it's a it's a brain scrambler because you're in training camp. That's always training camp business. Ooh. And your your mind, like, you got to take into consideration for any of those people that may be sitting there acting as though, like, guys are ignorant and they should have known and, and you get ample opportunity. Yeah, you do. But you know what? Guys are worrying about making a roster. Guys are worrying about not falling asleep because they're tired. God, I mean, and not, that's not to make that's not to make excuses. That is very real. Like integrating that those type of of large um, downloads of information of what the rules are and what's available and what isn't, you know, you, you would say the responsible thing is is to follow up because there's no way you're going to retain all that information in one sitting in one meeting. But at the same time, right is right and wrong is wrong. You should know that if it's in doubt, if it's in question, don't do it. Just don't do it. And and as far as gambling, it's so easy to just give it to, to somebody that you love. Like, give it to somebody that you love, let them place your bet, and go from there. Like, done. Like, they can't govern that. The league can't govern that, and nobody else can govern that. Don't have your name attached, associated, not your cell phone. Don't have no apps on your cell phone. Like, have somebody else do it for you. And nobody can say anything to you. Done. Moving on. Anyway, speaking of moving on, let's move on to our man Isaac Lowenkron before we change topics and go to something else. What you got, Ilo? Wise advice, Lavar. Because as I always say, you got to have a fall guy. Indeed, that's Today, right. <laughs> today's major league. <laughs> uh, trouble is, Lavar is actually my fall guy, so that may, might make for some uh, awkward moments. Today's that's major. All right, we'll be good. Okay. Hey, yeah, hey. We'll if it's all right with you, it's definitely all right. I with know me. the rules, Ilo. That's that's what you got to know. I got I know the rules, so that means I can manipulate them a little bit. You dig? Hey, hey, I'm I'm all for it. I I think we form a formidable duo that way. <laughs> Speaking right. of formidable, today's Major League Baseball action gets underway at Yankee Stadium at the top of the hour as the Yankees host the San Diego Padres tonight. First up at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's Game 5 of the NHL's Western Conference Finals with the Vegas Golden Knights leading the Dallas Stars three games to one. Then at 8.30 Eastern, Game 6 of the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals from Miami, the Heat leading the Boston Celtics three games to two now. The Heat says that guard Gabe Vincent was a partial participant at shoot-around today. Vincent did not play in Game 5 because of a sprained left ankle. He's officially listed as questionable for Game 6. Finally, guys, there's been a new development in a bizarre story in which an internet sleuth claimed that NBA referee Eric Lewis was using a burner account to burner defend himself account. against critics on Twitter. Veteran NBA reporter Mark Stein even tweeted that the NBA had opened an official review into the situation. However, last night, the alleged burner account posted, and I quote, this is Mark Lewis, right family, older brother. I'm oh. sorry that I put E in this situation, but this ain't Watergate. Unquote. And with that, fellas, back to you. Oh, there you go. Ain't Watergate, huh? You got Jeez. to have a fall guy. That's right. <laughs> That's that right. Guy, he got a fall guy. So like, I don't know who to believe brother. right now. 
so Josh McDaniel seems to be Devontae Adams' fall guy. He's come out and basically said that he understands uh, and, and, and that Devontae has the right to vent his frustrations. You know, Jimmy G had the surgery before signing with, with the Vegas team. Obviously, he lost Carr. Uh, and, and so now – Go ahead. I believe he had the surgery after he signed with the Raiders. He no, he had it before. He had it before because if you foot, ca- Jimmy G. No, he had it after he signed the deal. Yes, after. And There's the Raiders knew there. about and the Raiders knew about it before they signed him. Yes. Is that how it worked? Yes, sir. Yeah. He sure. had the he had the surgery after he signed the contract and Absolutely. the Raiders knew that he needed surgery before they signed him and they still signed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you know you're right. Was there no? There was was that last year? Was that last that year was, where he got the surgery on? What was it on his shoulder? And then it it didn't allow for them to trade. It didn't allow for San Fran to trade him. I thought that was this year. Last year he was no. coming off shoulder surgery. This year he had right. foot surgery after he signed with the Raiders. Right. Okay. After right. he signed okay. the contract. My yeah. apologies. My apologies for twisting which that makes up. Ze- which makes zero sense. I well, just don't understand how if you're an organization and you're looking for a franchise quarterback, you go out and sign a guy that you know has a foot injury that needs surgery before you sign the contract. These team doctors, they do they they perform physicals on every athlete that is going is going to another team before they sign a contract and I just don't understand how a team doctor can pass a guy for a, for a big contract before a big contract and a team still signs him that does not happen I don't understand what is going on but if you're a wide receiver or whatever or cornerback or, or linebacker and they know that you need a foot surgery before you sign a contract 10 out of 10 times that team is not going to that team is not going to pass you on a physical but to, once to, again, to sign Plex, that contract quarter you just spoke of the D hop and then Aaron Rodgers does it he's a quarterback. Uh, Jimmy G, he's a quarterback. They just get away with things that other players can't because every the Raiders right now are basically Jimmy G or bust. We know this for a fact. He's going to miss games during the season. History has shown us that. How many, we don't know, but he's not playing a full season. Mm. Now you have this surgery. Who's the backup? Oh, Brian Hoyer. So let's hope that when he misses, Brian Hoyer can win games because you've gone all in with Jimmy G. And that's what Devontae Adams is speaking of. Like, what are we doing? Like, we went all in with a quarterback that is not always available. And then this is our backup. We didn't even keep Stidham that hit up the best defense in the league for like 400 yards passing. And and so – I don't know when Jimmy G will be back. Yes, he'll be back before the season. But as I said earlier, history has shown he's not playing a full season. And so that's the frustration with Devontae Adams. Josh McDaniels wants Jimmy G because he had him in New England, albeit many, many years ago. This, I don't see it ending well, to be honest with you. You you can't rely on a guy who's not, available on a consistent basis. You you just can't do it. Yeah. And you're the Las Vegas Raiders. You get rid of Darren Raleigh. You trade him to the New York Giants. And make no mistake about it, when Devontae Adams left Green Bay, he went to the Las Vegas Raiders to play with Derek Carr. And that was his understanding going forward. He even said, listen, 
I have a better chance to win a world championship with the, with the Las Vegas Raiders than the Green Bay Packers right now, which I didn't believe. But he <laughs> went to the Raiders to play with his homeboy that he played with in college. And now you oust him after his first year. Devon has, what, 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, whatever the case may be. Had a great season. You can't put all the blame on Derek Carr for what happened with the Raiders season because the first five or six games, they lost by a combined, like, 12 points. Yeah, yeah. They were winning those games. Yeah. They were were losing games by two a point or two. Like, like epic comebacks. Epic comebacks. Like, meltdowns, basically. Yeah. And you can't sit here and tell me that Jimmy G is a tremendous upgrade from what Derek Carr was on that offense. You 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 can't make that justification to me, especially knowing that the guy needs foot surgery. So you might as well just stick with Derek Carr, and hopefully you can put out some of those games that you had those meltdowns and you lose by one or two points. And now you're a whole different team in the AFC West, but the plug in Jimmy G and you just think all your problems going to be fixed I don't think that's going to happen that's Plexico Burris otherwise known as Stretch Armstrong that's uh, TJ Hushmanzada alongside him uh, known as uh, Pantene Man you know they have superpowers I'm LeVar Arrington and I just like to spectate and see what what color the wall is going to be when they get done all right we're going to take a quick break and on the other side of the break John Gruden you'd be interested to know he made a visit to the Big Easy. Why did he make that visit and what for? And is uh, our superhero duo, are they okay with what's taking place? I'm curious to hear about it. I'm sure you will be as well. Take a quick respite. We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to discuss it. This is Up On Game. We'll be right back. Do you love Selena? Like really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. That's right. Sup on game. We're live from Tyrac.com studio. Listen, guys. Your boy, John Gruden. Um, he's back. He's made he's made a return to the National Football League, not as a head coach, but to the New Orleans Saints facility to help install the new offense that will be ran in New Orleans next season. If you're uh, current and up on everything that has taken place and, and well, not everything, but a lot of the things that take place in the NFL, you know that John Gruden was Derek Carr's uh, coach in in Vegas. So now he ends up going into the Saints facility and he's helping Carr once again. Um, offensive coaching staff under Dennis Allen. It's interesting that this would take place. Now, I take a tad bit of a different angle on this this news coming out, knowing that, you know, John Gruden does have a lawsuit against the National Football League, and, and he was seemingly a scapegoat uh, in the mess of everything that was taking place with Dan Snyder in Washington, D.C., are you guys okay with just, you know, what what we know about the emails and what was stated by John Gruden? A lot of players don't think that John Gruden is racist or, or has said things that he thinks that they were misinterpreted. What, what's your take? I know we don't have a, a little bit of time, but what's your take on it? Are you guys okay with it? I don't okay have a it? problem with it. I don't know John Gruden. I've met him, obviously, playing against him. But, but I don't know John Gruden. So to say he's this or that um, – I can't do that because I don't personally know him. I know he's a hell of a football coach. He's a great offensive mind. He coached Derek Carr. The Saints feel like he can help him. They called him. He went in, and hopefully he helped him. But all the other stuff, um, his time in the NFL is, is done. Once you start suing the league, um, it's very rare that rare. you get very – no, no, because I say rare because Brian Flores is suing the league, and he's yeah, He's still – he's a decent So that's why I say rare. Yeah, but um, that's totally different, TJ. We're talking about this, some of this language that this man used in his in these emails. You ain't got to know him personally or not, but when you speak of things of that nature, and it seems like everybody that is supporting him are his former players. That's true. But right, right is uh, wrong is wrong. Just like Olivar said earlier, he should not be able. Uh, walk into an NFL facility and install nothing. So mm. I totally disagree with it. It, mm. it, it. There seems to be a double standard with coaches, quarterbacks, whatever the case oh, may you, be. We know that. That's not, and it's just, that's nothing new. And it's it's just a slap in the face to all the things he had to say, and he shouldn't be allowed in. All right. Well, you've heard it here first. Maybe he should. Maybe he should. I don't know. But I do know this. Hour two of Up On Game is coming up at you next. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.